Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. Hope you all are having a great week. Um, I know for me it was the end of the term or is the end of the term this coming week so maybe some of you guys have finals going on. I know everyone's school system is a little different, a little off but you know if your school system is set up like mine and you happen to be entering some sort of finals week or final grades, good luck to you. Hope you guys are doing well with that. Um, I am trying to think of like some new life updates that you guys would actually care about. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I I kind of already talked about last episode. I'm done with the college application process, so nothing there to talk about. Um, Honestly, nothing new has really happened. I'm kind of just like navigating the Omicron variant right now because um, my school actually went online for this entire week, this coming week, um, because of the variant. Uh, Because in my state specifically, it's actually really, really bad. I think we're like one of the top states in the nation for bad coronavirus cases. So that's really fun. Um, no, but it's it's like really frustrating for me because back when we had online school, I was like, I, you know, I can't imagine going back to in-person because, you know, I deal with anxiety. And so for me, like going back to in-person was honestly so horrifying. But now that I've been in person for this entire senior year until now, like I appreciate it so much more because I realized like how bad of a mental state I was in when we were doing online because I genuinely like wasn't leaving my house. I didn't have a reason to or I didn't feel the need to because we were inside so much dedicating a lot of our time to online school that like any other extra time I had, I was just tired. You know, I, I laid in my bed. Sometimes I went out to see a friend, but like that's basically it, you know? And so like I really appreciate the fact that when you're in person like it is an entirely different experience and while I was online I was like you know what like I'm probably not missing out on that much you know but it is drastically different just the way you learn everything and thinking about it now like I truly was not absorbing any of the information like I wanted to when I was doing online and it's not really like my teacher's fault I mean some of it I guess like they're teaching could have been better if we were in person, but like that's not anything anyone could help. Um, but like, yeah, a lot of it was kind of up to me. I was responsible for my learning and I think it was mental health that ultimately like overruled a lot of it, but like I didn't try as hard as I should have or could have during online school. And I think everyone kind of had the same experience where it was just like, you know, we're tired, we're at home, we feel like we don't have to do as much as we usually do. Um, and so when you're in that school environment, it's so much better and I mean, at least that's my experience. And I never thought I'd be saying this because like this time of year last year, I would have dreaded going back to school, you know, like this, this was my biggest fear, but now it's the other way around where it's like, I don't want to do online again because for me, like, um, I actually used to have a bunch of like anxiety panic attacks induced by going on zoom calls, like speaking on zoom calls, because, you know, occasionally I would have to speak in like, uh, a class and answer a question or they would put me in a breakout room everyone probably knows about breakout rooms those things are those can be rough especially for like a shy person um but I remember specifically one time I was in my um AP Lang class my English class and we were like reading she I guess she just like had someone like read a paragraph of something and she called on me And I read that. And then once I put myself on mute, I immediately just started shaking. Um, I had so much anxiety from that one little thing. And yeah, I would definitely normally get like (laughs) the same anxiety in person, but just something about Zoom, it just gives me like kind of like a bad reminder of like how anxious I felt during that time. Cause that was probably when my anxiety was at its peak. I was having like anxiety attacks, like 
every day, panic attacks a lot. Like it was just a lot. And so, um, I guess maybe just like this coming back to online school, it feels like it's coming back full circle and it's just like repeating itself. And that kind of scares me. Cause like I went online for, um, Thursday and Friday of last week because it just, the, the COVID cases got so bad. I think it was, no, it was actually just Friday, but yeah, the COVID cases got so bad that it was just like, we had to go online for Friday and then now this entire week. And on Friday I did my first set of Zooms in forever since, you know, last year. Um, and the second Zoom I went on and the last Zoom I had for the day, I had a panic attack, like a horrible panic attack after, um, hopefully this isn't like triggering to any of you guys but yeah I was like my body was like whole like completely numb I was hyperventilating like couldn't breathe I felt like I was literally seeing stars like when people say like they're seeing stars or whatever when they feel faint like white dots like I genuinely like I don't think I've experienced it like that before I was seeing stars it was it was scary and so it was like a horrible panic attack and I think now knowing that like I that was kind of attributed to the zoom call i'm a little scared for this week coming forward because um today is martin luther king junior day so um obviously there is a holiday for that and so i don't have school um but tomorrow i'm going to be starting zoom classes again and that's for the entire week so i'm, I'm really nervous about that because there are things on zoom that are way scarier to do in person in my opinion i don't know what it is it just makes me more anxious than usual so I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm, I am a little scared for that. So that's kind of just like my update for you guys is I have online school. I don't know how many of you guys have it. I know like certain states have it, but not every state does. So it, it really just, I guess, depends on your school. But for me, it's definitely very anxiety ridden, but we'll see. Anyways, I am going to get right into the advice. Um, I had less advice this week and actually I got two different things that were kind of like not advice related but I definitely wanted to read on the podcast so this first person um Daniel said hey I wanted to say something with a story with that education story I think I was the same way after high school I didn't know what to do after I wanted to I wanted to touch on something they should change the mindset and also yes take advantage of what you're learning like you said also they should explore the options after I went to college um, I went to culinary. I went to the culinary arts department, but I didn't like it after two classes of it. So now I'm doing some poetry and photography. I like two of those things and just working on on myself. So I don't want the person to get discouraged. I think they should be motivated um, to do something and wake up to something every morning because I've lost purpose. But my motivation is going to the gym and photography and poetry, and that's all kept me going. So I just wanted to say to never give up and strive for something you're really passionate about, and just keep getting good grades, but also have goals outside of school. Yes, I love that, Daniel. Hopefully, you don't mind me saying your name, but you put sincerely Daniel in it, so hopefully, fine. Um, but yeah, I, I really think that's definitely important. Explore your interests. Um, I won't like go too into depth about this because I've talked about it many times. Don't want to bore you guys, but definitely, you know, if if you find something that you love doing, pour your heart into that because honestly, I feel like it's better to be really, really good at one thing than dabble in 10 different other interests and that's okay too but like when you really focus and dedicate yourself to a certain craft that's when people get good at what they do and that's where you can really see like I guess 
success as we know it in your life. So yeah, I really think that's great advice. And thank you again for sending that in. Um, I've mentioned this before, but it was kind of a while ago. So I'll remind you guys, if you guys want to send in like your own advice for people or any, you know, a motivational quote, like anything you want anyone else on the podcast to hear, like anything, it's obviously like anonymous for most people. Like I, you can say whatever you want and no one will know who it is. Um, and you can just, send a message you can tell a story that you want to tell like anything really so that is always an idea that is open for you guys just wanted to let you know um but yeah we are going to jump into the next piece of advice so hi sister spill i hope you're doing well i need some advice on something so i go to a small high school and i'm a freshman this year and a lot of people hate my grade probably just because we're freshmen but i don't really like people in my grade either how do i deal with all the hate that my grade receives Okay, so, I mean, honestly, like, straight up, I would just be like, just ignore it. I I know that's, like, harder to do than, like, people think it is, but I don't know. For me, it's like, when I was a freshman, I didn't really feel that hate so much. I also didn't really have friends freshman year. I've told this story, so I guess I wasn't really feeling anything from anyone because I just kind of went to school, went home. But, like, I, I think that, like... I mean, as a freshman, I can understand your frustration because everyone kind of like picks on freshmen, but it really is kind of just like a long running joke where it's like, haha, like they're a freshman. Like I, you know, I've even made comments like that because now I'm a senior and it's like, oh, you know, he's probably a freshman or something because he acts like that. But it, it's like a joke. And most people are very like not actually serious about it and they don't hate you. They don't dislike you. They don't like, I, you know, it's not actually a big deal um, unless people are like outwardly finding out you're a freshman and then like just saying rude things about you like that aren't a joke then that's when I would be like oh okay I understand your frustration but honestly like you should laugh with them be like oh yeah like yeah I am a freshman you know like make it so that it, that you show them it's not really affecting you as much as it is and I know you said like the hate your grade receives so I don't know if you've been receiving like personal hate but I don't think that it's as big of a deal as you think it is. Um, And if you kind of just like look at it from a broad perspective, like, hey, you know, I'm a freshman. And if you're a freshman, honestly, your freshman year is like halfway over now. So you don't even have that much time left as a freshman. Um, I I feel like if you just look at it as like, there's always going to be older people that are going to crack jokes about younger people and younger people are always going to make fun of older people. And it just kind of happens like that. People crack jokes about people. And, and obviously I don't think it's good if it's hurting your feelings, but if it's just lighthearted jokes, I feel like maybe shift your perspective to laugh with them and make them surprised that you're laughing with them. So yeah, I, I'm sorry that like a lot of people hate your grade and they take it so seriously. I don't think it should be taken that seriously. You're a freshman. So what? It doesn't mean that you're inferior, inferior, to anyone or you're worse than anyone or anything like you guys are all high school students you're all going to you know similar classes like it doesn't matter that much it's not that deep people should not take the whole freshman thing so seriously um but yeah you know I I get it and you know not liking people in your grade that's normal a lot of people don't like people in their grade but I feel like eventually uh maybe you'll find like upperclassmen friends people who are sophomores or juniors or even seniors you never know um I know a lot of people who are kind of friends with people in mixed grades so you never know who you're gonna meet but I would just say keep going through uh your freshman year and you will meet people in your grade that you probably didn't even really 
think you would click with. Um, so that's kind of the advice I have for you. I think it'll get better for sure, but don't stress too much about being a freshman. Like I promise freshmen are cool in their own way. Also, someone emailed me just this random little thing, but I'm going to share it. Um, I hope school is going well for you and it's not too stressful. Thank you. Um, I hope college applications are going all right and I hope your school handles Omicron variants safely. They are so far. <laughs> I listened to your most recent podcast and heard you saying you felt bad you took a break from podcasts. I just want to tell you that we do not, you do not need to feel bad at all. We are so lucky that you post one almost every week, so I hope you do not feel pressured to put one up. You don't disappoint us if you happen to miss a few weeks. We are just excited that you're back. Well, thank you so much. That's literally so sweet of you guys. I... I cannot like express enough like how much I literally love you guys like this is such like a cute small community and everyone that's asking for advice and everyone's helping each other and you guys are all so positive and have great stories to tell and it's it's really just definitely like a highlight to my week so thank you for that um and then this person also said i was wondering if you would ever consider making a third unpopular opinions episode i found it really entertaining and different from the regular episodes um yeah i have gotten a few people asking for that for a while now and i guess i just keep forgetting to do it um i would do it this episode but i feel like i want to put more effort into it and not do it last minute so I definitely want to like write an ep- like a, a list of unpopular opinions and then share them and maybe on this episode my like poll for the week if you have Spotify will be like what is your unpopular opinion and then I will respond to your guys's pop- unpopular opinions as well so I will do that for next week um if I remember someone you can dm me and remind me if you feel like it but yeah I would love to do another unpopular opinions episode it's not that I ha- haven't want- wanted to it's truly just because like every time I sit down to do my podcast I'm always like in a rush like and I kind of hate that but I yeah I don't know like I say I, I procrastinate like everything until the last minute <laughs> including my podcast and it doesn't mean that I don't want to do it I just like physically just do that I don't know why and I'm really trying to break that habit but anyway I definitely want to do another unpopular opinions episode once I actually have a solid list of unpopular opinions um I feel like that would be really fun to do so this next person said hi I need advice so I was dating this guy let's call him Mark and we broke up a week ago I was talking to a friend and let's call her Emily I told her how I'm starting to accept that me and Mark are not dating anymore and what happened to a relation in our relationship and she said it's been a week I don't know if I'm moving on too fast or too slow also if there's anyone else going through a breakup you're not alone i hope you can help thank you sister spell um well thanks for your kind words other people i'm sure that is helpful to some of you guys listening um i think that like there isn't a specific timeline that should be a standard really for moving on because everyone is different however i feel like there i mean there's nothing wrong with you feeling like oh you know what i'm actually okay within a week there's nothing wrong with that maybe if anything that's telling you you didn't really like the person as much as you thought you did and it ended for the best because the the strong feelings just weren't there so if you're able to get over that pretty quickly i think honestly that's it's really nice because uh not many people have the same situation a lot of people it takes a long time and i've been there so it's it can be very frustrating but I feel like it's honestly good if you're able to start the healing process, but you know what? Sometimes people feel really good about it right in the beginning and then it comes crashing down on them and even like months later, it's just random and they're like, 
whoa, I'm not okay. So it really, really depends. Everyone has a different timeline and different feelings, but I think that like there, you shouldn't feel like insecure about getting over someone like too slow or too fast. I don't think there really is such a thing because it's such an individual, like subjective thing. And so if you are feeling a certain way, you're feeling a certain way and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think it's fine if you're, you're, slowly getting over him um or quickly getting over him as long as like you are doing what's right for you and you feel like you're healing and you're doing things and the right way and you're not just pushing your feelings aside like that's great that's so great for you i'm happy for you that you're able to do that and um i really don't think that there should be a set timeline so don't feel insecure about it don't feel weird about it um and you got this i'm sorry to hear about your breakup but hopefully uh things will feel better soon okay so i know that was a really short advice segment um i apologize i got less um advice asked this week that i mean some people want like just want me to respond to it like in the dms so i don't always put everything on the podcast um so i'm just going to end with that for the advice segment but i had someone ask me to kind of talk about like routines that i do um i thought this was an interesting request because i don't really have certain routines um it really depends i guess on like the phase of my life that I'm in last year during like quarantine I was low-key like having my life together um but like I don't know I I feel like I don't usually have routines I've kind of been like that my whole life like I do have like a nighttime routine I guess I can tell you that We'll, we'll go through my nighttime routine if you guys care I mean someone asked for it so we'll see but what I do at night is usually I'm on like TikTok or something <laughs> or doing homework like very last minute um, or recording my podcast like I'm doing right now. It's 9.38 p.m. So I always, honestly, I always get a surge of like inspiration to work and get things done at night. I don't know why. I think I'm just a night owl. I'm not like really a morning person as much. So I think I just function better in the night and I always get work done at night. So that's kind of a good picture of me. Um but yeah, I'm always doing something at night, even if it's just laying in my bed watching TikToks. But um, a lot of the times it's when I get things done that I need to get done. And so, yeah, I'll usually be like working on something. And then what I do is I go to the bathroom. I take my makeup off. I use micellar water. Um, I just use like the Garnier, like micellar water with like the pink cap. Um, I used to use makeup wipes like years ago i'm in like middle school and maybe the beginning of high school but honestly like first of all they're so bad for the environment because you're just disposing so much stuff um but also they're really harsh on your skin and a lot of like dermatologists and skin specialists say like it's not the best to use makeup wipes because a lot of them are just harsh if you're you're just like rubbing on your skin like that so i don't use makeup wipes personally i use micellar water and i really like it i just have like this little skin washcloth thing that like a family friend gave me in like the skin oil kit or whatever and i use a little washcloth and i take of all my mascara i am a pretty big mascara person so like my mascara i usually wear like a decent amount of mascara every day not like clumpy spider leg mascara but like i don't know my mascara is kind of clumpy it's just like thicker mascara not just like one layer um so yeah i take off my mascara that usually takes a little bit to get off but with the washcloth and the micellar water it kind of works pretty well and then i take the rest of my makeup off usually the makeup i wear is like well, actually, I could, I could talk about my makeup in a second, but 
I take off my makeup and then I wash my face. I use a CeraVe like hydrating moisturizer. I don't know the exact name for it, but I think it's just hydrating cleanser or whatever with the green bottle. And I use that because I have pretty dry skin, especially in the winter. So that one, I need the hydration and I wash my skin. Then I just dry off my face and then I brush my teeth and that's kind of it for my night routine. Then I come back into my room and I put moisturizer on. I use CeraVe, like just regular moisturizer, daily moisturizing lotion, the blue one. And then I usually put like some chapstick on. And um, then like every other day I've been using tret- tretinoin, which is like a skin prescribed um, like cream from like a dermatologist because I honestly like I had clear skin my entire life and then for some reason right before COVID started like like the week that COVID started um I had like these little bumps on my forehead like little small like just a few and then it just honestly just like all of a sudden started like spreading across my face I never had like cystic um like acne or anything like that but yeah it was definitely really really hard it like it, that honestly ruined my self-image so much that I, I like I'm still building myself up from that because I still deal with like some skin issues but um honestly like most of the skin issues the problems I've had are gone like it's so much better than what it was um it was never really really horrible so I'm thankful that like I didn't deal with like that painful kind of like acne or anything like that but I definitely had like a lot of um like unwanted bumps on my face and like skin texture that I didn't like and just like random like breakouts and I was like what is going on this has never happened to me in my life like none of my family has bad skin like what is it and I realized it was just honestly like the horrible skincare routine that I had because I was not doing anything good for my skin like I truly never had a skin routine until like sophomore junior year like because I like I was the type of person like literally go to sleep with her makeup on like I never really like use moisturizer on my face I just use like some makeup primer like I I had zero clue how to take care of my skin because I just never knew that it was like that big of a deal and so I think like slowly that caught up to me and when I just like started wearing you know makeup every day for school and all that it really just like started to take a toll on my skin so most of it was really just like my forehead and like my chin I never got like anything on my cheeks thankfully but like it was just honestly like debilitating for my self-image I don't think many people like really realize like who don't deal with skin issues how actually awful it is especially for me because I was so embarrassed and I still like am that I dealt with this because I had been telling people my whole life you know like oh yeah like I've clear like I've been I've been told my whole life like you know throughout middle school and early high school like wow your skin is so clear I'm so jealous like and I was like was so proud that I was doing so great with my skin and I didn't even have to do anything I was like haha like I don't even have a skincare routine my skin is so good like I think karma caught up to me because I was like oh it was like a slap in the face but I just I don't know for me to go from thinking that I was invincible to any skin problems to all of a sudden getting skin problems myself I think that was way worse than me like expecting it because then I was just like oh wow like I never thought this would be me and it just truly ruined my self-image you would never think it would do that much but for me it was absolutely horrible I mean I could not look anyone in the eye not even my own parents like I truly like couldn't go anywhere without makeup um I avoided having sleepovers with people because I knew I would have to take off my makeup and therefore look very horrible in the morning like I truly like it interfered with so much of like my daily life like I 
I never thought it would affect me that much, but it truly did. Like I really, really was impacted by this. And it wasn't until like finally, um, I mustered up the courage to like actually admit to myself, like, okay, I need to do something about this other than putting 20 different, like acidic products on my face and trying like to buy things online and watch tutorials on how to get your skin great. Like I, mustered up the courage to just like finally talk to my mom so we went to a dermatologist and I got prescribed tretinoin and I don't know if any of you guys have dealt with skin problems and you have that cream but it's honestly done wonders for me um there was a period of like I got it back in it was literally like the I don't know first week of June or something and now it's obviously January so it's been a good like seven months or something but I wasn't using it consistently at first so like I definitely still like have some stuff to clear up on my forehead but like it is honestly like there's barely anything like left it it looks great compared to how it used to um and so definitely recommend like if you deal with skin problems please talk to a dermatologist because it was so hard for me to admit that there was a problem and I thought I could just solve it myself but I truly was making it worse I mean I was buying like the ordinary that's a skincare brand i was buying like a few of their products using like azelaic acid and salicylic acid these different acids that i you know watched about like watch videos about on youtube and i was like you know maybe this will work maybe this will work and it just honestly got so much worse not because the products themselves were like bad or anything but because like i personally just like couldn't deal with how to properly put them on my face and mix them like I was mixing different ones and it makes me like cringe thinking about all the stuff I was putting on my face like it was just so bad for my skin and so I think like finally I was like I I can't solve this myself it's really just making it worse and so finally the dermatologist helped me um I also got prescribed like climadicin climadicin or something like that I can't I don't know some of you guys probably know what I'm talking about but it's like another it's like a little lotion I guess so I put that one on in the morning and then tretinoin on the at the night um but I I really did stall like when I first got it because the tretinoin it's supposed to like make you break out like way worse at first because it's like purging it's like getting all the bad stuff out of your skin so it's gonna look worse before it gets better and I was kind of like stalling that because I was like oh it's like it's gonna look so bad so I was only using it once like every few weeks which I guess some people say you start out that way but then like I went like that for a couple months where I like was barely using it so I definitely think that stalled my progress but now I use it every other night and so I feel like I'm seeing the most progress from there because it's just it's overturning my skin cells so fast and it's making my skin look great and even honestly like if you don't have skin problems um a lot of people use tretinoin for like it's supposed to be good for like aging or something so it's supposed to be good for my skin anyway um I don't know all the details about it but I think that's pretty cool so yeah that's that was my little rant about my skin I never actually have opened up about that anywhere even like to my friends or anything because I've just been so like I guess ashamed and like insecure about it and I still get insecure about it because I'm still dealing with the skin problems but you know they're a lot better so I feel a little bit more comfortable talking about it but if any of you guys are dealing with skin problems or can relate or maybe in the future you de- you you deal with it like that's what I have to say about that is that like you're not alone and it's really horrifying to have when you like are already insecure and it just ruined my self-confidence overall but I think I'm in a much better place now than I was like last year this time around and I think getting help has always just like done me well so 
yeah that's my life lessons from that okay and then not sure if you guys even care but since we're talking about routines i'll also just like talk quickly about how i do my makeup because i know like not a lot of people wear makeup like honestly like in high school (laughs) most of my friends just like wear mascara maybe a little bit of concealer and that's it and that's i mean that's kind of me too honestly um i used to be pretty heavy on makeup i had a whole phase where i was watching like beauty gurus in like eighth grade and ninth grade and doing like heavy makeup i bought the james charles palette like the anastasia beverly hills like i was into all of that if you guys know what i'm talking about or you might be a little too young because that phase was a few years ago but um i was really into the whole makeup scene and then i slowed down a lot and then like sophomore or late sophomore like junior year I just started wearing like regular natural more natural makeup at least um but for me the makeup that I wear is so I get up in the morning I wash my face with just water I don't want to like cleanse my face twice in a day so I just wash my face with with water and then I dry it off with a towel and we should be doing like some ASMR I dry it off with a towel (laughs) and then I um uh, oh, and I brush my teeth and then I come back into my room because I have like a vanity in my room, which is like also my desk. So that's what I'm recording on right now. So I have like vanity lights connect like attached to a mirror. It's pretty cool. Um, and so I turn on my vanity lights. I sit down on my little chair. I put my climidison. What? Let me look at what this is called. Oh, clindamycin clindamycin or clindamycin phosphate lotion. Anyways, that's what it is. I put that little lotion on and I rub it across my face guys this is kind of fun to do asmr this is so funny i feel stupid but it's it's fine um so i rub it all over my face and then i put my moisturizer my cerave moisturizer um on top of that and then after that i get my concealer and i put it on my chin because i usually just like have red red spots on my chin um so i put it on like my chin under my eyes of course because my eyes are always they always have like eye bags then I put it on my eyelids I know that's kind of weird not like many people I've met actually do that but I always put it on my eyelids just because like my eyelids have like a weird like I don't know purpley tone to them that I don't really like um so I don't know I've always just kind of put concealer on my eyelids like tell me I'm not the only one that does that but anyways I put concealer on my eyelids then I put it in like my t-zone like my forehead you know not my whole forehead but you know just like the one area or any spots that need it and then I put like a little bit on the tip of my nose um and that's it and then I get my beauty blender I also while I'm in the bathroom I get my beauty blender wet because it's meant to be like a wet sponge so I get it wet and then I squeeze off the excess water and then I dry it with a towel so that it's not like soaking wet and then I oh I blend I guess I blend my concealer in and I usually do that for like 30 seconds honestly that's like my favorite part it's so fun to like see it get blended in it's kind of cool anyways so I blended my concealer and then I get powder I use like the Maybelline fit me powder and I use a different beauty blender just a dry beauty blender and I just tap it in the powder and then I tap it on all the areas that I put concealer so that it doesn't crease or like get weird and oily throughout the day um which sometimes happens anyways but whatever so I use powder and then I get like this little fluffy brush and I wipe off all of the powder after I let it sit for like five ten seconds I don't really wait for it to sit there and so after I put my powder on sometimes I will do eyeliner on my eyes just like a little bit on my waterline um other times I won't kind of just depends on how I'm feeling in the day but for me I actually don't use regular eyeliner I just use um black eyeshadow it's from my James Charles palette I know he's canceled but his palette's great so um I still use that but 
I use black eyeshadow and then I just put it on this like skinny brush and I use that and I kind of like the look of that better than just like traditional winged not winged but like uh, liquid eyeliner and then after that I curl my eyelashes I never used to do that but I do it now um and then I get mascara and I just I usually honestly mascara is like the hardest part of my routine because it gets clumpy pretty quick if I'm not careful so I have to like do it in the right way so it just looks just how I like it then I get a little spoolie and I like what if oh brush out my eyebrows sorry I'm like having trouble speaking I brush out my eyebrows brush (laughs) wait I wonder if like I put like a makeup brush on my microphone if it will like make a cool noise because I see like ASMR people doing that is that doing anything I'm putting a makeup brush on the microphone right now (laughs) so funny anyways um so I brush my eyebrows out and then sometimes I will put on highlight lately I haven't been because like I wear masks anyways so like I don't know I usually actually don't really do that much on the bottom portion of my face highlight is just kind of useless because it'll wipe off on the mask kind of same with the concealer but it's whatever um so yeah sometimes I'll put con- or highlight on and when I do I put it on the bridge of my nose on the tip of my nose sometimes on like my cupid's bow then on obviously my cheeks and then under my eyebrows and then sometimes I'll put it on the inner corner of my eyes but that's only if I'm feeling fancy Um, and then after that, my go-to lately has been putting on some chapstick and then I put on, uh, like this lip liner and I kind of just blend that all together. So it's just kind of like a natural lip look, but it's not just like my plain lips. So I really like that. And then I put perfume on and all that and I get dressed and I brush my hair and put jewelry on. And that's kind of like my everyday routine as far as getting ready. So I know that was kind of random, but I got asked about that. So I don't know, thought I would kind of include that for fun because why not? Okay guys, so I'm going to talk about a little bit of tea before I end this episode. I know it's a shorter one, but uh, I've got an insane amount of homework that I procrastinated per usual, so uh, I gotta prioritize that, guys. I'm sorry about it. Um, But I think like recently, uh, you know, obviously the Hype House show came out and people were, you know, expressing their dissatisfaction with it, but also like, well honestly this is kind of an unpopular opinion, so I could save it for the next episode, but I wanted to say like... I I guess I'm confused by people blaming the Hype House show for like other shows being canceled because as far as I've seen I haven't seen proof that they like specifically canceled shows like uh, Grand Army or whatever just like certain shows people are mad that were canceled or like the society um I haven't seen evidence that they specifically canceled those shows to make room for the hype out show i mean they don't have to make room they have room um i so i i don't know i just feel like it's really weird to me unless there's something that i don't know like why people jump to the conclusion that the hype out show is just replacing these shows when it's just coming on to netflix and these shows happen to be canceled i mean they cancel shows every year um they cancel shows all the time so i just feel like it's kind of weird to blame the hype house show on everything like like it's kind of weird to blame them like specific members of the hype house for being the reason that other shows are canceled because to me that i mean what is where is that gonna get you like they don't have anything to do with that and then people are going and blaming individual members like oh you canceled my favorite show it's like no netflix did and they chose to do that no matter what so i don't know i just think that's kind of like weird to me how much hate the hype house show is getting and not that i even like the hype house honestly i don't care about the hype house i've never been a big fan i the only person really that i like in there is like Vinny. um 
and not that I dislike every member I just you know I've never paid much attention to the hype house and so like obviously in the beginning parts of the hype house I did because you know Charlie was in it and Addison was in it and it was kind of crazy but now I just don't really pay attention to it and I think that's kind of the same for a lot of people but I just I don't know that I can say like oh I hate the hype house show because I did actually give it a chance and I watched I don't know a good few episodes not every episode but maybe like I can't remember how many episodes there are but I probably watched at least like four and they were not bad at all. I mean, I know they kind of did what they had to with the content that they could use because of the whole Jack and Sienna situation. Um, originally, if you guys watched my What Happened to Sienna May video, Alex Warren, who is part of the Hype House, said on a podcast that like Jack and Sienna, their whole drama would be shown in the Hype House show because that was like a big part of what happened while they were filming. Um, not like the huge situation that went down because that was after filming, but just like different problems between them and they because of all of the allegations against Sienna had to cut her out of the show which I thought was really interesting so there was one like clip where I could see her like in the background but other than that I really couldn't see her and so I think it's it's pretty crazy like that they really did find storylines even though a lot of them like people weren't happy with high pass members weren't happy with how it turned out like it, it is kind of impressive that they were able to find storylines because they had to take the entire Jack and Sienna thing out. Meaning, like, every scene that Jack was in, Sienna was probably also in, and it was unusable. So that's a lot of footage that they had to uh, get rid of, which sucks. Um, But, you know, it it really, like, isn't a bad show. I feel like people see Hype House and they automatically don't want to give it a chance. And, yeah, it's cringy and there's not so much, like, drama and interesting stuff in there, but it is kind of cool to give them a chance in the sense of you're watching them outside of their tiktoks and youtubes and instagrams and snapchats and you're actually seeing how they live their lives and i don't know it kind of gave me different perspectives on people in the hype house because before i had no idea what they were like and seeing how they act like you know reality shows that's obviously still not reality but seeing how they act like outside of all that stuff was really interesting and i honestly gained uh, an appreciation for a few of them more than I thought I would. So I don't know. I feel like people are kind of quick to hate on the Hype House for the show, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I feel like it was a smart move by Netflix because if there is, you know, a group of people as popular and prevalent as this in this time, like, well, why would you not take advantage of that opportunity? So from a business standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, it makes a lot of sense that they were to create the show, but I don't think it should be getting as much hate as it is getting because it honestly like they did nothing wrong um but anyways that's all I gotta say about the hype house show I really feel like the tea has been so dry for like months now and it sucks because you know that's obviously my whole channel and so um you see I've been trying to transition to what happened to videos but even those are a little bit difficult because they take so long and that's not a bad thing but it's just like sometimes I will lose motivation because of how long they take uh, because the research that goes into those videos is a lot. Um, But I did release a new one about Ariana Grande impersonators and I thought that one was pretty good. It was one of my favorite videos I've made. Um, Even though it's not performing as well as I would like to, that's okay because I just ultimately want to keep the channel active and running because, um, you know, 
why not? I don't want to just like let it die. Um, but it is hard having motivation when like that spark, you know, the tea community is just not really thriving right now. And I think it's always good that like there's not crazy drama. I want people to be happy and harmonious. But at the same time, when it is your like job, it is a little bit hard to see that there's like way less content, like significantly less content to talk about and to create. So I don't know. That's kind of all I have to talk about this episode. I know it's a little bit of a boring one, um, but if you guys have advice you want to ask me for next episode, feel free to DM me on Instagram at sisterspillyt or at spillcastofficial. Either one of those accounts works. You can also send me a voice message on Instagram or a voice message through Anchor. Um, you can just click click the link in the description of this podcast episode to find that anchor link and you can also email me which seems to be pretty popular popular these days um on gmail at sisterspillyttt ytt at gmail.com um and that's that and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i will talk to you guys next week be sure to um respond to the poll about your unpopular opinions because i will probably share them next episode and respond to them as well as give some of my own unpopular opinions so i'll probably ask for some on instagram too just so i can get some more to respond to so i think that'll be a fun episode for next week as long as i remember keep me accountable guys um and yeah thank you guys so much i'll talk Talk to you guys next week.